Let us record an episode here. All right. Wonderful. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. It's Saturday at 7 o'clock, so it's time for Dan and Jordan to make up some brand new stuff. And Dan and Jordan is us, so that's what we're going to do. So deal with it. I'm here to issue you your firearm. Okay, great. But uh, there's a bit of a problem. There's been recent cutbacks in funds, as you're well aware of. Sure, I'm aware of that. And uh, I'm going to have to replace your... Standard issue sidearm with this T-shirt cannon. It's the best we can do. A T-shirt cannon. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to make my job a lot harder. Studies show that people like to receive a T-shirt. So if you encounter an attacker, fire that at him. He gets a T-shirt that he can keep. De-escalates the situation. Next day. Sorry, Sarge, can I talk to you here for a second? Yeah, yeah, of course. Listen, I tried that T-shirt cannon, and uh, it didn't really work out the way I was hoping. There was a lot of press coverage. I know. It turned out that the guy who was robbing the bank was carrying a machine t-shirt gun, and he kind of blanketed the crowd with t-shirts, and everybody was on his side, and they cheered. And, sir, I, the media isn't reporting this part of it because I don't think anybody saw They kind of attributed it to the bank robber, but I think I accidentally shot a civilian with the t-shirt cannon. Oh, my goodness. Was it the right size, at least? I, yeah, it was the right size. Huh. It was a medium. That's good. I, I mean, didn't we're report still... it. I didn't put it in my report. You what? Give me your... T-shirt gun. I know. I'm sorry, sir. Here. Oh, don't have to break the gun. That could be issued to someone else. I'm going to burn it. Well, that's... You're the Sarge. You're the Sarge. Okay. Round these things up. Get them off the streets. All right. I I will do that, sir. But what am I going to use to round them up? I have no authority anymore. You've taken my gun. Give you these slingshots. Slingshots. Okay. Yeah. And they got beanies. Well, okay. Give people a nice hat. Next day. Well, so everything went pretty well with the, the slingshots. Oh, that's good. Most criminals are baffled by this new technology we're using here. They just don't understand how to deal with it. When you get a hat on your head, it can get confusing. That's what we want to do. We want to confuse them. They spend a lot of time looking up at the propeller. So when the rock comes from the slingshot, bam. Not even thinking about not it. Not even thinking about it at all. Gets them right in the eye. Without their eyes, they have no depth perception. That's right. They'll only be able to commit crimes very close to them. They won't be able to do long-distance crimes anymore. Also, plus, I've got a lot of new t-shirts. I got hit with quite a few shots. I was wearing my t-shirt-proof vest. Excellent work, officer. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Here's a t-shirt for you. Thanks. I mean, I have a whole bunch of shirts that I... There was once a time in history when gigantic beasts roamed the earth. A time when carnivores just took over everything. They chomped and they chewed. And they drank the blood of whatever they wanted. I just think that since those days are gone, we've replaced it with a system that works, yes. But what have we lost? We've lost these gargantuan creatures that used to wander around on the planet. And I just think that's a shame. Thank you for uh, putting it so elegantly. And uh, I didn't want to mention my height on my profile. But uh, I'm glad you're into it. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was absolutely. I, was, I meant that as a compliment. I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, no, that's okay. Gargantuan is uh, how I like to have myself referred to as okay, in terms good. of my height. Good, good, good. Very tall. Well, I just, you know, I've done a lot of studying up on cavemen that used to be around on the planet and how they would eat anything they wanted whenever they pleased. And when you walked in here and ordered both a steak 
and seafood? I was like, he just takes what he wants. Even if it's uh, not something I ordered. Six of these drinks are from other tables. I just took them. As a woman, I find that incredibly attractive in a man. I hope I'm not being too forward here. No, no, I don't think you are. And thanks for paying. Anytime. Of course. Of course. It's not a problem. Do you need cab fare home or? That would be great. You know, I just, I, don't, I also don't really believe in bank accounts. You don't believe so in them. if you could just uh, hit me up with some walking around money. Well, I mean, uh, okay, sure, sure. It's our first date. You're really large. The, okay. I'm just going to let the cool. night take me where, I, where it takes me. I said, Kathy, I'm just going to have fun tonight. So let's do it. Let's just do it. Cut to one hour later. And then, uh, you know, she got on the phone with her friend and she dumped me. So I came here to the tall man's club. Well, I totally understand that, sir. That makes complete sense to me. I'm just glad there's a place I can be with people who are tall like me, who really, you know, support me and like... Sir, I'm afraid that I am just a bartender here, but I overhear things, you know. And I've heard that they're fitting to let a very tall woman into the club. Really? Yes. I'm just a regular heighted man myself. I just work as the bartender. I understand. Here, you just work here. So I don't understand the full gargantuan experience, but I just wonder, are you attracted to gargantuan women or do you like the little regular women? I actually prefer little regular That's women. what I thought because you're always going on these dates. It's always not working out. She's always dumping you. I just, I'm sure it was about my height. I mean, everything else about me was totally appealing. Tell me this. Did she make some sort of weird speech the first interaction she had with you? Just right off the bat say something just completely weird that seemed out of nowhere? Hmm. No, she was telling me about how much she adored height. She called us elegant. Elegant, she said. She said... Did she use those words, sir? Are you sure about that? I mean, that's what I heard. Okay, that's fair. I won't doubt your experience, but... Okay, well, listen. This this woman's going to be here today. I can probably pull a few strings and maybe get her to meet you. Um, yeah, that, uh, that sounds, you're sure she's, she's tall? She's definitely really tall, tall, yes, definitely I'm as tall as kind of average, mm, okay. All right, why not? Yeah, you let's do it. Give it a try? Yeah, let's okay. go for it. Okay, that night. And yeah, so I just, uh, take whatever I want. Oh, that's interesting. I also take whatever I want. Oh? Yeah, when I walk in a room, I kind of just lord over everyone with my height and size and grab what I need. You see these six drinks here? Yeah. All from other tables. I just took them. Oh, wow. You know what? You remind me of me. You remind me of myself as well. I like you a lot. I like you too, Pull Gore. Thing is, I'm, just, I'm into average-sized people. Oh, av- average-sized people. Yeah. Every time. Every, you know, I keep saying to myself, Sally, I'm not going to date another gargantuan man. I'm not going to do it. They just break my heart every time and... Every, you're just like the rest. You know, you're just like the rest, Polgar. I, I'm sorry I said I liked well, you. I... You pay for dinner. Does it seem to you like the number of birds is increasing or decreasing? Definitely increasing. That's what it seems like to me, too. I'm seeing a lot more bird activity these days. I can't get any sleep with these bloody things. They're squawking all the time. Yeah, because, you know, I got to leave my window open because it gets hot. But then I hear the birds, and they never... Shut up. They're just squawking all the time. Well, I remember that time that owl flew in your window because you left it open. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of birds fly in my window. And you know how owls are. They're up all night. And they keep my other pests away. Well, that's so good. They keep away the pests. But I don't mind my owls. Even the hooting. Yeah, there's a little bit of hooting and hollering with them. And they're up all night. They are. But they, again, they keep other pests away. That's true. An owl only steals like 5% of my things. Whereas other pests would steal, you know, a larger percentage. Sure. So. And especially if you add the percentages up, I'm sure it's not even close. 
Yeah, probably not. No, I'm way better off with owls. Well, hey, I would agree with that. No question there. But listen, the reason I ask about all this bird activity is I, uh, I dropped a sandwich on the ground the other day by the McDonald's, and all these seagulls just came down and started eating it. Oh, yeah. whole bunch of them. They'll do that. I have to keep my lunch in a protective case just going from my car to here. When I'm out and about, if I have like a snack on me or something, packs of seagulls will just descend on me, violently try to get that food. You think part of that is because you have the scent of birds on you already? It's possible. I do like that scent. It is a really great fragrance. The other day, I was walking, and a bird kind of swooped by and rubbed against me a little bit. Oh, lucky. And ever since, that's not lucky, because ever since then, I've been seeing all these different birds flying through. Oh, well, if they say if a bird swipes you, that it's good luck. I would generally consider more birds in my life to be a bad luck situation. I think you need to go for bird immersion therapy. Just well, I don't know about that. Immerse yourself in just, birds. Wow, I mean, that seems crazy. So what do they do? They just swarm you with parakeets. If you Budgies want. just all over your body. Hey, what, you know, if your budget is good, you can get whatever kind of bird you want, man. Wow. I Well, I don't know if I'm ready to do something like that. I was actually kind of happy not liking birds. It's worked out well for me so far. But... Well, there's that too. I mean, whatever you're into. No, no. I mean, I want to hear you out here. I want to be open-minded. Did you go through that? The immersion therapy? Not me. I like my owls. I know you do. You keep a lot of them in there. You're lucky you can keep owls out of your apartment. Well, I think that's what the whole point of having an apartment indoors is for, right? Is to keep animals out. Birds especially. Well, I can't afford air conditioning, so I gotta sleep in a place where... Well, why don't you get a screen? An owl screen? Well, sure. A screen that would stop all birds, not just owls. And not be able to see my favorite bird? I don't think so. Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I don't understand your love for birds, but... I can wake up in the middle of the night and gaze into an owl's eyes anytime I want. That, to me, is a good thing. Really? Because to me, if somebody told me that about an apartment, I'd be like, I'm going to have to pass then. Well, what if you wake up and you're like, I want to see an owl right now? That's basically a once-in-a-lifetime situation if that were to happen to me. I can't imagine what event I would have in my life happen where an owl would somehow become this figure I want to see all the time. Something extraordinary would have to happen. An owl would have to save my parents from a terrorist attack or something. My parents were walking down the street and an owl swooped. Swooped. It swooped because they have 360 vision, you know. I do know that. And it saved them. It saved my parents. From an attack. What kind of attack? Which they were terrorized of. What kind of attack was it? It was an attack. By an owl, probably. Well, yeah, by another owl. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I thought. Some owls owls are aggressive. Yeah, so owls caused the problem and then owls solved the problem. Sounds to me like they're running some sort of scam on you, if anything. No, because they keep other pests away. You don't want to have any voles in your house, for sure. You've been listening to The Dan and Jordan Show, which is on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. So stay tuned for more. (laughs) Fires can break out quickly when you're playing with a lot of matches. We're in a match factory. We gotta play with something. Weird. Deja vu. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have this same conversation with the guy who I replaced? I think, yeah, it, it must have been. He and I would repeat things a lot. Maybe that's why get that feeling like I've done this before. 
Well, listen, uh, the boss kind of told me how he died. Just want you to know that I won't be playing with matches. I hope that's not going to be a big problem. Based on what you just said there, kind of seems like it's going to be something that you like to do. I don't know. No, no, no. I We can't we can't have anybody playing with matches. Okay, great. I mean, this Perfect. Is, this is a match factory. Well, good. I, we're so getting off on the right foot here then. We got to keep the matches safe. And you definitely... Well, you can't smoke in here. Take that cigarette out what? of your I mouth. Can't, what? Okay, that's weird. That's, it, this is a very On the factory dangerous, floor? I can't... Okay. You can't smoke on the factory floor. Okay, fine. I'll put it out. And you're going to have to hand me those cigars, too. Well, I'm not going to smoke them. I just like to smell them. Well, okay. That's fair. I'll just you do smell have a them. lovely smell. Okay, they, right, exactly. I can give you one if you'd like. Um, Sure. Okay, yeah. Here, yeah. we'll have one of those. Have one of those guys. All right. Okay, wow. good. Smells good, eh? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to inhale too deeply because that could cause, if you have nose hairs, static electricity, and that could spark. Oh. See, I don't really know much about that sort of stuff. I just know how to put a match together, okay? You take the paper thing, you dip it in the stuff, swirl it around a little bit, pull out a match, off you go. Yeah, we've been making matches that way since 1863. Well, that's why the boss hired me in the first place, because I knew what I was doing right off the bat. I walked in, I told him my credentials. And he had no problem. You're a good matchmaker. Matchmaker, make me a match. Oh, I, <laughs> I that's, that's pretty good. Okay, I will. I will. I'll do one up here. Okay, I just rip off the paper, get the swirl on here. Okay. You don't have to describe it. We can. Okay, you're right. You can see what I'm doing. I don't know why I was describing my actions. It's just it helps me keep on track when I'm making a match. That's all. Here you go. Here, all finished. All finished. Wow. Check it out. That looks fantastic. To commemorate this, I'm gonna get a cake. You're gonna get a cake. Okay, great. Perfect. Well, you had candles. That. Nice. Now we're not going to be able to light ready. the candles. Well, so I know normally that there would be a wish. You'd so how are to... we going to do the wish then? No wish either. Like so, no candles and no wish. Well, no. I'll still bring out the candles. I just can't light them. We're in a match factory. Well, it seems kind of anticlimactic. I mean, well, why even have the candles if you can't light them up? You still get to enjoy the cake. Okay. Okay. You're right. It's my first day. I should be more open to whatever happens here traditionally. You're right. That's fair. I know you probably were really looking forward to blowing out those candles. Well, when I found out that there was going to be a cake, yeah. Would you rather I just leave the candles in the drawer? Well, yeah, of course. Because then I don't see the candles and I'm not tempted to... But that's not a real commemoration. Sheesh, you guys are pretty hardline here. I didn't realize that playing with fire meant lighting a candle, even. We like to have a cake every time somebody makes a really great match. Well, that seems like it would happen pretty often. If your standards are as excellent as I've been led to believe. It does happen very often. You remember the old guy? Uh, that you replaced? Yeah, well, I don't know him, but I've been told the tale of his death, yes. He and I shared a lot of cakes. So who who was bringing in more cakes? Was it you or was it him? It was him. He was the matchmaker. It was all him. And the way I rearranged the, the candles on the cake, I guess, is kind of a skill, but mostly we commemorated his ability. To make matches to here make at the matches. Match Factory. Well, it seems like that would be a more important skill to have than putting a candle in a cake, which kind of seems like even a child could do, no, this, quite frankly. Well, I mean. Yeah, we can't employ children anymore, so... Ah, well, that's... You that's, know, you that's know the why government. I, <laughs> that's why I put the candles in there. Yeah. Uh, it's part of my job. Oh, that's part of your job. Yeah. So do you make any matches around here at all? I am not a matchmaker, no. Oh. Oh, you're a candle man. Yeah, I'm more into candles, yeah. Okay. Well, I thought we were going to be, like, partners working side by side here. We are partners Well, you don't time. understand the struggles of being a matchmaker then at all. You're a candle man. How are you supposed to know any of that? Well, I've been at this company a long time. Listen, your I... so-called partner burned to death, all right? Yeah, he did burn to death. It was a very painful death. Yeah, very painful death. What are you doing, pouring wax into molds? Like, big deal. There's a machine that drops it in there. That's nothing. 
Well, again, I just, you know, I put the candles on the cake. Oh, you don't even make the candles. No, I don't make the candles. Jeez. I don't know nothing about being a matchmaker, all right? I just know the matchmaker that I worked with last time was content enough to just enjoy cake. He burned to death. Yeah. Well, that's the way people die in this industry. What a battle. Yeah. Glad it's over. Well, you know, I'm. it's bittersweet. Bittersweet, yeah. Well, I mean, I see what you mean. You get used to the life you're on the road. Exactly. And now we got to go back home and... I mean, sure, we get to enjoy the spoils of our victories. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I feel like I'm going to miss the, the feel of just putting an axe into somebody's brain. Yeah. You're going to have to give that up, though. Well, I, mean, I know. There's no, I know. There's no place in modern society that you can just go and do that Well, anymore. there's no jobs for us. They're I agree. taking it away from us. I agree. It's unfair. They get used to doing things a certain way. Yep. Right? And You're trained that way. Exactly. They're like, hey, this is the perfect way to swing an axe. This is where it lands exactly so it destroys your enemy. Exactly. I have that skill. Yeah. And how is that translatable? Well, that's exactly my point. You go to a bakery and you say, hey, I can do this. And they're like, that's not at all what we need. We need you to make a cake. Yeah. And I'm like, I can put an axe in that cake. If you need that, I got that covered. You can split it like a skull. And that's just it, right? All the lumberjack jobs already taken. Yeah. How many lumberjacks are realistically needed in this day and age? Like maybe four. Four or five lumberjacks. Yeah, paper's going out of business. Exactly. So where does that leave us? Well, I guess that is a good question. One that only axes can solve. I feel like most of the problems that I've ever had could be solved with an axe. Yeah. I guess we got to get our axes back. I don't think that's going to happen, though, right? The government took them. Then we'll make our own axes. We're, the war is over, okay? The whole war is over. What are we going to do? We're going to have to make our own axes? I don't have that skill. Yeah, me either. I was only ever equipped with an axe. That's it. I never made one. I think you get a book on axe making and you hit it with an axe. Makes sense. That's what I would do. That's the first step I would try as well. One perfectly precise strike. A master strike. A master strike. I got that skill. I got that skill too. But you know how many firemen they need? Not very many. Maybe like four. And even after that, how many firemen are specialists in chopping down the doors? They want them to have a well-rounded skill set. I don't have any hose handling abilities. And round is the worst shape for an axe. Tell me about it. So, where does that leave us? It's tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. So when you said, glad the battle's over, I was kind of thinking, oh, really? I was tired of fighting. No, I get it. I get it. Making the best of it. Yeah. But now there are no more battles to fight. Kind of forcibly retired here. I'm not going to let that happen. Okay, great. What What are we thinking here? Do we want to try to maybe start something up with somebody else? Start something up. And we will use axes, obviously. Obviously. We'll no be involved. question. Duh. You know that feeling when you just get a jolt of electricity and it runs through your veins into your heart? Yeah. My heart stopped for a, a little while last night. Well, I uh, was a little bit surprised that you decided to stick your finger in the socket. Well, you know, I was just figuring I'll give my heart a break for a while. It works pretty much 24 hours a day. Did you know that? Yeah. Were you aware that your heart is beating all day? Of course. Every day? Yes, every day. It doesn't even get weekends. No, it doesn't. I know. You don't need to give it a rest. That's well, just what it does. Okay. I feel stronger than ever, I mean. Well, I know My heart that... had that little break for a while. Yeah, and then the adrenaline kicked in. And boom. And you said you felt supercharged. I did. But, I mean, like, you have visible wounds on your hands. Well, yeah. The electricity needs to path out, right? Yeah. So that's going to take a while to heal. Yeah, probably. 
I don't think you're ever going to type again. I wasn't a very good typist before. I can live with that. But my heart is... Why don't you just take ginseng or something? Ginseng. Yeah. Listen to you. You're going to rely on ginseng? Electricity is here for us, okay? We live in modern society. There's no reason not to utilize this beautiful tool. Yeah, you can get electrolytes without using electricity. It's not the same thing at all. You have a woeful understanding of the human body, my friend. Science, to me, would dictate that if I wanted to get stronger, I wouldn't inflict wounds on myself. Well, I w- okay, you're right. The wounds part, I can't defend. But what I'm saying is, you get the wounds, yes, but the benefits of the electricity running into your heart and giving your heart a break for a little while kind of overrules that. All right, well, it's it's your method to run this marathon. It's your training regimen. You do whatever you decide. And Okay, good. So just get used to seeing the back of these legs here, pal, because that's what you're going to be seeing. I will not be looking at the back of your legs. I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines. Okay, well, fine. I didn't mean in a mean way. I meant I'm going to be running really fast. Yeah, you save that trash talk for your competitors. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just in game mode now. I'm just that was in game pretty good mode. trash talk, though. What are some of Thank the other you. ones? Well, look, look at the bottom of my feet. I mean, you only have so many options. Well, there's not a lot of their back there to look at. I start at the top of my head, work my way down, shoulders, back. Check out the back of my head, bozo. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, pretty good, right? That's good. Pretty good one. That must be the biggest insult you can give a runner, really. Well, I don't like to be compared to clowns. Now, I mean, a lot of people nowadays are saying that using electricity in this way is technically cheating. I would say it's more technically dangerous. Well, it's not dangerous. Okay, your heart gets a rest. That's what people's complaint is. Your fingers are mangled. Well, some of them are mangled, not all of them. Don't you just use fingers blanketly like that. Three or four of my fingers are mangled. Fine. It's a good thing we have a good health care system well, here. Well, it's pretty good. I should have probably bought health insurance. But what's the doctor going to do for me? He's going to get in there and shock my heart anyway, right? I can achieve the same exact results at home with the power I'm already paying for. He's only going to shock your heart if you die. Is that what you think doctors do? You go to see a doctor and to make you better, they just zap you with electricity? Yeah, they just give your heart a rest. No, they administer medicine. I mean, yeah, sometimes they use electricity too, but... I was going to say, because yesterday, after I'd shocked myself and my heart was resting... They shocked me again, and everything was set back right. They had to shock you again to bring no, you back to life. No, they had to. This one particular instance. Just by pure coincidence, the doctors had to shock me. But that never happens. I mean, I wish you could hear yourself. That's the end of the Dan and Jordan show for this week. You can catch us again next Saturday at 7 o'clock on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dan and Jordan. If you want to find some more funny laughs, we also participate in Power Cub. And you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Power Cub Improv. Thank you again for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Comment with something that made you laugh. And listen to studio sessions tomorrow on gradio.ca.